Hey everybody, welcome to a whole new episode of 22 Minutes of Transformation. I'm Sean Patrick and I'm here with... Karen Mills Austin. How's it going, Karen? It's going great. We're just talking about movies that we've just seen or I've just seen. So I feel like it's summertime and that's what I do in the movies. I go to the movies. Oh, so. that, that's very American because you, 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 uh, you always hear that on film trailers where they say, you know, coming this summer. Because I think <laughs> in the UK, maybe I'm wrong, but I swear in the UK, I bet, uh, I bet cinema going drops in the summer i don't know i'm not i've not got any official source on that but um we we only get this good weather in the summertime so we tend not to spend it indoors whereas you have got a 365 day playing field of sun now do you have you know here in the united states we have movies sometimes that are shown on big screens in parks oh yeah we do that yeah we have that that. yeah that's Um, very lovely yeah uh I mean, I much prefer a TV show to a movie, but I, I do go to the movies. I'm watching I'm watching The Lincoln Lawyer on Netflix. Are you? Hmm. I heard about it. I thought it was a movie. I'll look no, into it. Yeah, it was a movie ten years ago. Yes. And now it's a TV show. I just love. I'm I'm waiting for the Eat, Pray, Love TV show. You know, it's got to happen. It has. They to. made they made it a movie in 2010. They got to do the TV show. Yes, um, yes. And actually, do you want to know what? That's actually a great segue into um, <laughs> into this week's question. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, this week's is question is yeah, now you. or later. Uh, that is very so, eat, pray, love, isn't it? It's very, it's very eat, pray, love. And also when you said about, oh, it was a movie. Well, it was a movie then and it's a TV show now. Yes. I, I love, I love both. I love now and I love and I love late. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. what's, what's your feeling around this question? Well, you know, what I, I, I'm just hearing now, what I hear later, I hear procrastination. Mm-hmm. What I hear now, because that's my spiritual practice, I hear I get to do stuff now. Mm-hmm. I get to experience things now. I'm not waiting until later. I'm not putting things off because when I put things off, I'm putting off my joy, the beauty that wants to express through me. And as I'm saying these words, we have, do you have a now and later? It's some kind of a a candy bar or something. Have you ever heard of it? No. I don't, it just came through my mind. I don't even know what it looks like or tastes like at this point, but we do now. Yeah. Now or now. now, yeah. So I, I completely what you can, what you can experience now, what is in your reach, and even that little bit of a stretch, I completely have lived so too much life putting everything into the later category, mm-hmm. and not just under the procrastination umbrella, though that definitely, that definitely is part of it, but it's this idea that someday all of my efforts are going to add up. And then it will, and then they will all cash in to some to some different life, and so much fun, joy, experiences I have deprived myself of, as if I was saving them up for a rainy day. You know, yeah, isn't that interesting? So yeah, and that is definitely not. Um, that's definitely not how I like to live anymore. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a. Um... It's an old pattern. Yeah. 
that really, you know, it's like when I was growing up, we had clothes that we would wear for Sunday, right? Mm -hmm. Or when we were going to a special occasion and we couldn't wear them any other time, Um, which I understand. And maybe when I was growing up, no, it was just, I was going to say, maybe there wasn't enough money. There was always enough money. Mm -hmm. I think what it was, was that there were things that were held sacred, like um, China, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Growing up, we had all this China that we only used on special occasions. So I, I still, even though my mother has passed, I still have in my father's house, my great grandmother's China, my grandmother's China, my mother's China. And I bet if you were to add together all the times that that China was actually used, maybe 10 times yeah. in three generations. You know, that's so funny because that reminds me, we used to have the special knives and forks that only came out on Christmas Day. <laughs> the spe- it's the yeah. same thing. Yes. Um, hey, and maybe there was China as well, but I just remember I really loved <laughs> these these knives and forks and they came out on Christmas Day. And I appreciated it because it was special, but absolutely when you think of how few times were, were they used. And, and that really, to me, speaks to a... It speaks to a way of living that doesn't find cause for celebration. Yes. You know, and that's something that I I think I drive my family crazy with, but I'm I'm happy to. Um, I want to make a thing, an event, a gathering, a part, like out of out of so many days. And I and I often I often am up against we celebrate birthdays, we celebrate Christmas, we celebrate Easter. Um, yeah, I, th- I think I've got a great sense of occasion. I'd love to have some big Christmas-like thing every month. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. and why not? Mm-hmm. Because we woke up this morning. We wake up yeah. all the mornings that we wake up until we don't. One yeah. of these days, we're not going to wake up. You know, the old, the my grandparents did this. So, and my, not my parents, my grandparents did this. So they, they worked, they worked, they worked, and then they retired. And I was reading something where a man worked in the same place for like 80 years, no exaggeration. And so what does he get? I don't know what he got, but usually they get a gold watch or Mm -hmm. something, something that represents all of those years, what if individuals like my grandparents didn't take any time off? They worked the whole time. Mm-hmm. They took time off on the weekend. And then what happened so often, and these people were like were in their 60s, so they retired. And at a certain age, they ended up passing away. Mm-hmm. So those vacations, those those trips, those cars, those fun times, the times of celebration, they were put off and put off and put off and they never got to celebrate. So your idea of any time as a celebration is how we live in the now. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I've got two things to say to that. The first one is I have always found with retirement and especially, I don't know if it is, if you have a government job in the UK, Mm -hmm. um, you know, they, they set you up nicely for, for yes. retirement. Yes. Um, 
but I do, and I, no, no disrespect to this at all, but I also think it's somewhat of a slap in the face that they give it to you when your most able, energetic years are, are behind you. And yes. I think that, like, I know I've got many people who, you know, retire to nice lump sum of money and, you know, they've got income coming in, um, but they're, they're tired and sometimes not able to do everything, everything they want to yes. do. Yes. And, yes. and as you know, and as you've known me for a couple of years, um, <laughs> I've often, I've often spoke to you about, I'm going to get a job. I'm going to get a job. I'm not going to do my business anymore. Um, and one of the first, one of our very first meetings, you said, but you're free. And I'd never, ever contemplate. I never thought that by being my own boss, there was this freedom. Mm-hmm. And the thing that, the thing that always drives it home, because I still have days where I think, what am I doing? I'm going to get a job. When I think about having to ask for, you know, a day off work and have it approved by like two levels of management. Yes. That, <laughs> so I, 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 I know I don't want to do that. And, and I currently don't have to. Hey, I currently don't have to. Um, so, yeah. And you um, never will, Sean. Yeah. You know, because you are a naturally born entrepreneur. You. you are not going to allow anyone to contain you in a box mm-hmm. where you, I have this, I watched something this weekend and um, the, the person who was waking up and they, it was an old alarm clock. They stopped the alarm clock on their bedside table for 5 a.m. in the morning. They have to get up every morning at 5 a.m. and, and, and do that. Now it's wonderful to, to make that choice and to be happy about it. If they're making the choice and they're not happy about it, that to me is not free. Oh, absolutely. And, and you see it, like I said before, I was, I'm watching the Lincoln lawyer. So, you know, they, and it's set in LA. So they work in the, you know, the high end legal system of LA. They're working all night. They're up at five, but I'm, I'm very aware this is fiction, but these characters aren't hating their job. These characters yes. are, in in the buzz and the flow and, and the energy of all of that so absolutely like yeah you you love what you do and you get up at five and you spring out of bed oh like like what joy mm-hmm. uh but yeah the um and i've all and i've always thought this because i did not like high school i really did not like high school and i always i always knew that i would never have that sunday night heartache <laughs> heartache again <laughs> i just remember how i used to count up for the school holidays and then for the summer vacation yeah. and i always was like i never because I, I went to college i liked college i was like i'm never ever ever going back to hating where i spend most of my day and i remember once i had a job that i didn't love i didn't get sunday night heartache but i didn't love it and when i realized it was like oh it's a 40-hour work week but hold up from the moment i get up everything i'm doing is in preparation for that job then i gotta get home and i was like hmm this is more like a 60-hour work week and to you americans that's that that, that's an easy week (laughs) but but we do we do 36 hours here (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, I, I do think there is a lot, like if you can, if you can afford your life on skills and services that you enjoy to deliver and you can work for yourself, it really is a, it's a huge permission to live your life before you retire. Yes, yes. And I think that there are, 
so many millennials mm-hmm. and whatever the generation is after Z, Z, Gen yeah, Z, who are understanding the importance of doing something that they have gifts and talents to do and that they enjoy. Mm -hmm. That's really important so that they can live their lives in the now. You know, when we talk about not putting off anything, I have a friend that I, 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 I have a good friend and the idea is, okay, today's the day, today's the day. uh, And there's not always a choice about being in love, this mm-hmm. day, being in joy this day, the anticipation of something wonderful happening, something good happening. You hear me say that all the time. Yeah. That's really, we give ourselves permission to live in the now, right now, because the next moment is not promised. So why not yeah. be joy filled? Why not? It's a, it's interesting, and especially if you think about how it applies to the world. I'm reading a book right now, and it's called The 90s, and it's about Gen X. So I believe Gen X came just, just one before me. Um, and they're the only generation to not have produced an American president. And it does, just he- hearing what you've said, it's oh, like, yes, yes, yeah, yes. it's like, huh, I guess people from that generation don't want to be president. No, <laughs> I don't know because yeah, because I I always I I would I wouldn't like someone could walk in here right now and say we we want you to be the the prime minister and I'd say no way, forget about it. Like I I have no, let alone what you have to do to get to that position. Um, it does seem to be something which Gen X did well. I'm sure there's plenty of people who may want to I, I don't know but it was interesting that it is the only generation that to not have produced an, an american president and there's still time yes and there's yeah. and there's still time there really is so um we get to be in the now as eckhart tolle says mm-hmm. where there is life yes. where there is life that's where we're living And we get to give ourselves permission to live life fully. Yeah. And I've said this before, I'm sure. My father would say, as we were growing up, he would give us, he would ask us to do something. And we could say yes to it. There may have been a few times where we could say no to it. And he says that when you say yes to it, say yes to it and be in joy with it. Hmm. Don't say, and he would say, if you don't want to do it, then don't do it. Say no to it. If you're going to say yes to something, enjoy it. Be right there. And I'm remembering right now, our beloved Tetnan Han, he would give, he gave the example in, um, I think the book is called The Art of Mindfulness, where he's washing dishes, right? Mm-hmm. He's washing dishes. He says, even in the washing of the dishes, we stay in that now moment and we enjoy it. So we enjoy the dishes. We give yeah. thanks for the dishes. We give thanks 
for the hot water. Everybody doesn't have hot water. We give thanks for the soap. Everyone doesn't have the ability to disinfect something. So we're staying in that now moment. We're not talking about the later bit after. We're not thinking about what's going to happen after we finish washing those dishes. So the mindfulness that we get to live um, our lives moment to moment in is very, very important. Yeah. So what what can we say in praise of the later, if anything? Because I do because I do believe there's the sometimes you gotta play what's called the longer game. Yes. Yeah. Yes, but yes, yes. I think that's different to that's that's building up towards something, not putting off something, you know? And it's where, it's where we can set our intentions. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yes. So we set our intentions. I, I set some new intentions recently, and they are intentions that are, this is where, this is what I am setting goals about. Mm-hmm. This is what I am dreaming about. This is what I am loving my life to be in. So these intentions and the intentions are very powerful because these are things that we have the ability to let go of. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really into the word intentions right now because I'm trying and I'm being very successful at, um, I want to, I want to eliminate the word manif- manifestation from my vocabulary uh, for a little uh-huh. bit, just for a little bit. I'm yes, sure I'll yes. come back to it, but I want to, uh, I want to feel more, uh, involved in the process, if that makes sense. Yes. Because yes. when what I have come to learn about manifestation or what I've believed it to be in the past, um, seems to be, somewhat disempowering to my to my involvement and, and that, that's not how a, a lot of people see it right. um and also just to use the word intention and to feel as if i'm able to keep my eyes focused on a certain path that that's really powerful mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah and i'm 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 loving that we've come to that place with that word because later mm-hmm. is important um yeah. uh, we want to see our so living in the now is important and being in joy and knowing that we have everything that we need right now mm-hmm. and then setting the intentions for for the later bit that we absolutely get to bring into the now so there's this there's this way of living right where we are with this word later we're mm-hmm. not putting anything off um, and I'm sure that there are, like my grandparents, they wanted to travel and do things, but they didn't give themselves permission yeah. to even set intentions for those things because it was not the way that their brains operated or their hearts operated. No, it really wasn't. And I do think that the if I think about my parents' generation, there is a... They definitely lived, I mean, I'm not talking now, I'm saying when they were my age, Mm -hmm. there was much more obligation to do things from what was considered to be right. Yeah, they owned houses, they had kids, they had a steady job, and never, and, and, and not everybody, but a lot of people, there wasn't a, uh, 
idea of a life outside of that. And once again, if that made you insanely happy, how how incredible. Yes. Um, yeah. Yes. But if, if you arrived there by default and couldn't find your way out of it, I think it was very much more that's what the generation before me, I believe, did. And hey, still still a lot of people in my generation, it's how you have them pieces together, which is the relationship, the steady job, the child in the house. And it's like how I was just thinking this the other day about people I know who got engaged when we were in college. And I'm like, oh my God. I was like, and, and she owned a house. I was like, what? What were you doing? <laughs> like, were, were you trying to rush to all these pieces before you graduated? I'm like, because that used to be the narrative. How quickly can you get yes. them four pieces? Yes. And now I think the prize is how, how long <laughs> can you um, just have your life? with you know do you know what I'm trying to say yeah, like it's not yeah, rushing anywhere right right it mm. really is living outside of the box because my parents did the same thing yeah they were married uh, my parents were married I think when they were 23 my father had was had completed law school he was getting ready to take the bar and uh, my mother was had completed her education at that point, she went on later to do some other things. Um, and she supported them until they got, uh, until he passed the bar. And then after that point, they had kids, but there was this, there was this way of being. And I'm telling you, if you were, if you did not fit into that pattern, you were considered to be odd. And, and what's so crazy about that pattern was all these things were meant to be in place before you turned 30. And yes. that and that was even a narrative in, in the 90s, because I used to watch Ali McBeal. Love that. <laughs> and and she was like terrified of not being married by 30. Like how that could not be a storyline now because people don't right. feel that way. Right. And I what what I don't understand is then what? You get married, the great job, the house and the kid by the time you're 25. What what happens then? Do you does your life? You know, do you check a box and then just wait wait it out? No, no, yes. nobody wants that. Yeah, right, right. Remember, there is this whole surrender. Uh, what is it? Um, happily ever after, right? Yeah. Everybody was met. You got, you did all those things. You got married. And the Cinderella, that's the word. There is oh, this yeah. Cinderella moment, right? You live happily ever after. There was nothing in there that talked about growth, expanded awareness, and all uh, all those things. There was nothing in there. There is a happily ever after. There is nothing in there that talked about pain and hardship yeah. and, and all those things that happened. Uh, so I think now especially with millennials, mm -hmm. that there is, there's freedom that is built in. There is a, a way of building, building in gifts and talents to be developed. And there, and, and your generation is applauded, at least I do, for <laughs> all the ways that you guys show up. I love it. And it's all, it all gets to be different. All gets to be yeah. different. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I do too. And I, I'm like a Gen Y millennial cusp, but I, I'm okay. going to claim millennial, yeah. <laughs> but I will tell you something that I do applaud the Gen Z is for. Um, we grew up thinking that big house in Hollywood was the ultimate right. be all and end all. I think the majority of Gen Z is think that is 
no good. Like they yes. are not impressed. They are not impressed by a big Hollywood mansion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I and I think that's really cool because I'd love not to be. <laughs> um, Karen, really great question. I've really enjoyed. Um, I've really Me enjoyed too. having this conversation. Um, we'll be back next week with a whole new question. Um, goodbye. Mm-hmm.